The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is, oh, the beginning of our Old Testament reading for Trinity Sunday. The Old Testament reading for Trinity Sunday, it's Genesis 1, verse 1 to chapter 2, verse 3. Quite long section. We're going to look at verses 1 to 8 of chapter 1 right now. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. And God said, let there be an expanse between the waters to separate water from water. So God made the expanse and separated the water under the expanse from the water above it, and it was so. And God called the expanse sky, and there was evening, and there was morning the second day. My dear friends in Christ, over this past weekend I had three church services, one at the Wells Campus Ministry on Saturday evening, two at Calvary Lutheran Church Sunday morning. And, well, in addition to that, what I also did on Saturday night is at around 10 o'clock, I came over here to church and I recorded the YouTube version of Sunday service for Trinity Sunday. That service is one that hopefully many of you were able to watch. But that meant that there were four times that I was reading over Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, to Genesis 2, verse 3. And actually, if you think about it, that reading, it probably is one of the longest scripture readings that we have in our three-year scripture reading series that we regularly use in our church that's a regular reading schedule that, well, if you'd like to hear more about that regular reading schedule and how it's set up, I'd be happy to talk to you about that. But anyway, four times for services I was reading over that, and if you add on to that, well, the four times in the services, and then also while preparing bulletins for campus ministry and for Calvary, that meant that I was going over this long section at least six times, probably more than that. Well, think about that a little bit. As I was reading it over in the services, and as I was preparing it, there were times when I looked at that section and kind of thought to myself, should I have shortened that section a little bit? And, and if you were listening to it on the YouTube or, or in our services, maybe you also were saying, 
Well, could Pastor Eckert have shortened that a little bit? Well, here at Trinity Sunday, and on Trinity Sunday, we have this long scripture reading this year, and we also have the Athanasian Creed. I use a shortened version of that instead of what's in the front of our hymnals, a little bit longer version of that, but it makes for a little bit longer service. And like I said, I wondered if I should shorten it, but, but I opted for the longer reading, and that was a judgment call on my part. Maybe I could have shortened it, maybe I should have. But actually, as I looked at that, oh, just hearing that entire reading, what it did for me, and maybe what it did for you, is just got you to thinking a little bit about our almighty triune God. And got you to think about what an amazing God he is and, and maybe even got you to think about, hey, this almighty triune God, it's our God and, and how wonderful it is that he is our God. Oh, just by looking at these verses of Genesis, the first eight verses that we're looking at, right now. We have to be amazed by God's almighty power. Before the creation, well, the only thing that existed was God. But then, Genesis says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And Unfortunately, what you can almost do with those opening words of creation is just kind of go over them so quick and not really take into account what it's really saying. But on that first day of creation, it's telling us that what God did is, well, there's only God. So out of nothing, what God did is God made the heavens and the earth. God made on that day all of the raw materials that he was going to need for creating everything. All of the planets, the stars, the universes, the galaxies, the solar systems, everything on our planet, all of those things, all of the raw materials to make everything, he made that on that first day. And, and Maybe you might ask the question, well, did God just snap his fingers and did all of those things automatically appear? Well, maybe, but consider the enormity of what God did on that first day. On that first day, what he also did is he made light and then on the second day, it talks about how he made sky. What, what I often like to say is that on that second day, what God did is, well, on the first day, he had this one pile of raw materials, which was the heavens and the earth. And on the second day, what God did is he divided that one pile into two piles. The one pile was everything that was needed to make up our earth, this planet, everything on it. 
And then the second pile, which must have been the bigger pile, is everything else. Everything out there in space. And that's what God did on the second day. And now, what an amazing God we have to make all of that in those days. Well, when Moses writes, and there was evening and there was morning the first day, and then he goes on with each of the days of creation. He says the same thing. There was evening and there was morning the second day and, and so on for the six days of creation. Well, he's telling us that in six regular days, like we're used to today, what God did is God created all things. Again, that just tells us what an amazing God we have. Our almighty triune God. What an amazing God he is. And, well, if he did all of that work, or since he did all of that work in that time, maybe we might be inclined to say, oh, how often we'll look at life and say that we wish days were longer, we had more hours in the day so that we could get our work done, but that wasn't the case with our almighty triune God. Sunday was Trinity Sunday. And Trinity Sunday, that teaching is taught us right from the very beginning of the Bible. Right from the very beginning of the Bible. God the Father, he's the one that when we look at the scriptures, he's called the creator. He's the one that's of the Trinity, the one that's primarily responsible for the creation of our world, but he wasn't involved in that work alone. Well, the book of Genesis here, it says, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, was hovering over the waters. He was involved in the created work, creative work, as was Jesus our Savior. Although, from the first chapter of the Bible, that's not as obvious. But when we look at the rest of Scripture and put it together, yeah, he was involved in that work of creation. Well, Jesus is called the Word which became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Ah, with that, then we see our Savior's involvement. For that matter, in the creation account, ten times it says, and God said. That phrase is used ten times. And the Apostle John, he writes, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made, Without him, nothing was made that has been made. Our Savior, Jesus, part of the creative team, making all things. And again, what an amazing God. Our almighty triune God, an amazing God. He made us as the crown of his creation. He made everything, all the heavens, and there we think not of heaven, well, where, wherever, but we think of not heaven here, the place of 
believers forever, but when he say he made the heavens, we're talking about everything that's out there in space. He made all of that, and he made our earth, everything on it, the plants, the animals, the fish, the birds. He made all of those things for us. And, well, why did he do it? Well, ultimately, it's because he wants us to be with him forever. Now, the tragic fact that's associated with all this is that even though our almighty triune God does everything for us, yet we, we still sin against him. We don't always appreciate him for everything that he's done for us. But maybe repeatedly reading through Genesis 1 and 2, the creation account, maybe through that, through the Holy Spirit working through that word on our hearts, what he can do is build up and strengthen our faith so that we can better appreciate and treasure our almighty triune God. What great things he does for us. He so richly blesses us in this life and he saved us from our sins so we can be with him forever. Amen. Let's pray. Oh, just by looking at the beginning of Scripture, we're given this amazing picture of our almighty triune God. What great things you did, what great things you keep on doing for us. Yes, we have to say how great thou art. And then we have to say all of that, well, it's for us. It's so that we could be, we sinners could be with you forever. Well, thank you for your amazing grace and love, dear Jesus. We pray in your name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.